0: feeling good and feeling strong knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving. hey now all
1: I'm Joey C welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the Shama mama Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. hey Joey what's happening?
0: Catherine's back.
1: Catherine's back.
0: Catherine's back.
1: Okay. Catherine, who? Catherine (laughs) Kerrigan. We love Catherine.
0: We do. We loved her so much the first time we did two episodes. Exactly.
1: And now here's the third. She's like an old favorite.
0: Because, you know, we just love her. And she's got a new book. But before I talk about her book, she's got a lot of books. So Catherine is a prolific author. She's a medical intuitive. She's got her own podcast, her own show called The Natural Healing Show. And she's written 10 books. Wow. You know, she was on the podcast with us a while ago. And she (laughs) did an episode on expanding your intuition, and then um, medical intuitive. And now she's back. To talk about her latest book. Hi, Catherine. Welcome back.
2: Thank you so much for having me. And thank you, everybody out there for listening. <laughs> so tell us about the title of your new book. Well, my 10th book is called Reading the Soul. And in a nutshell, when I do a medical intuitive reading, I read what I call the five bodies, the physical which you know where that is, the energy system, which includes your chakras, your uh, breath, and your acupuncture system, the emotional body, which is the largest part of you, your mind, which is your thoughts and beliefs, uh, your limiting beliefs, your programmings, if you will. But finally, I read the soul level, because that's actually who you are, as everybody listening to this show already knows. And so I want. I wrote my book, Reading the Soul, to discuss and describe and explain what it is that I'm looking for when I'm doing a medical intuitive reading and I look at the soul level about what's going on.
0: You know, that reminds me a lot of the energy scans that we do. Mm-hmm. It, 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 I'm, I'm going to have fun comparing and contrasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell us about this. I, I, you know, I remember you saying something about, you know. celery juice and yoga. So (laughs) yeah, well, you know, I do natural
2: healing, I have 27 years of experience, and celery juice is great. Yoga is great. I happen to have taught yoga for 25 years, love my yoga, love qigong. But natural healing is about more than celery juice and yoga. And because you are a soul, working at the soul level, is the most powerful level to do healing work. And because you are a soul, your soul is creating everything that's happening to you and has called in all your life experiences. So for example, you know, on for some reason we all chose to be here in the year 2020 to go through this pandemic, right? And mm-hmm. you know, we may be thinking, what was I thinking? Right. And there
0: is some of that going on, I promise <laughs> what, you.
2: <laughs> what was I thinking? But so you're a soul, you're having a human experience in this body in this lifetime. And because what's going on at the soul level is what's going on, when I'm doing a medical intuitive reading, that's one of the things, many things I look on. Um, I'll, I'll share a story because about half an hour ago, I just did a reading on a lady and her digestive system was completely upset none of her digestive organs were working well. And this is a person who is extremely healthy. Having digestive disorders is unusual for her. And in a nutshell, um, she had sort of played with the toolbox and had started doing some healing work on herself, on her relationship with her mother. And she'd literally taken on her mother's energy and had started processing her mother's karma and it was literally made her physically ill. And she said, I knew that if I'd gone to the hospital, they would have run a bunch of lab tests, told me there's nothing wrong with me, <laughs> and sent me home. But, you know, I won't describe, you know, because it's your digestive system, everything that, you know, all her symptoms. She was, you know, anyway, you don't need to know. She was uncomfortable. <laughs> She was extreme, thank you, Joey. She was extremely uncomfortable, and it was all from what was going on literally at the soul level. So here's a couple of things that I look at. So first of all, there's really three stages. First is you're unconscious. So when you're a little baby, you're just being a baby. You don't realize I'm a soul, hey, I've got a purpose. Then there's awakening where you go, Wow, you know, hey, there's something more to this life. And, and you wake up to the fact that you're a soul and that you might have a, a soul purpose. And finally, there's conscious. So, you know, I'm sure that a lot of people who are listening to your broadcasts are aware their they're a soul. They're, they've connected to their life purpose and they're doing it, right? Uh, a lot of my people are still
0: looking for their purpose. Yeah. they feel may- like, where's my purpose? I'm looking. I know I'm supposed to be doing something important, but I'm not sure what it is. What right? it is. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of
2: times we confuse our purpose with our job. Right. Right. But when you know your purpose, you could be the mailman and be doing your purpose. Right. right? But one clue, several clues about your purpose. It's about all. Yes, it's you, you're doing it. So it is about me and I, but it's usually about contributing to the all. Another thing about your purpose is it you love doing it. You're on fire. You know, it, it gives you energy to do your life
0: purpose. It's not it's in your like, nature.
2: Exactly. It's in your nature. You it energizes and, and enlivens you to do it and it gives you joy.
0: It's not like cleaning your sock drawer. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're really into that. Unless, unless, unless that's your purpose. Unless your purpose is organization. Absolutely.
2: And there are people that the rest of us need who, you know, their life purpose is about, you know, setting things in order. The feng shui people and the re Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Um any anyway, rate, I, I also look at your what I call your karma clearing to-do list. So just like when you go to the grocery, you know, butter, sugar, eggs, dog food, cat food, you know, as a soul, you're here to actually clear certain karmas. And we live in a field of maximum karmic opportunity. And sometimes if you look at your life and it was like one train wreck after another, you may have signed up to, you know, process a lot of karma in your life. I I know for myself, I remember years ago, I was in some workshop experience. And I didn't unknown to me, they started playing the sound of a mother's heartbeat. And everybody else was like, Oh, oh," they were all so happy. I started freaking out. And I I I it made me realize and I'm a very ambitious person. I was like, I signed up for so much and that when, after I was born, I was like, again, what was I thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't I just choose to like be the fluffy, cute one and have this easy, fun experience?
0: We're overachievers, Catherine. What can we say?
2: (laughs) What can we say? It's like, just sit on a rock.
0: (laughs) That'd be boring.
2: (laughs) Yes, be boring.
0: most interesting characters are the most flawed, right?
2: Absolutely. So I look at, you know, what's your karma clearing to-do list? You know, and a lot of my clients, like a lot of y'all's clients, you know, they may have done a lot of inner work, right? Yeah. But what remains to be cleared up, right? And um, so I, I'll look at that. I'll look at how you, we we've talked about, um um you know, how your soul communicates with you, which would be your intuition. What is, what is, how does your soul communicate through intuition? Um, And I also, I look at past life vows, like, you know, what are your past life vows that you brought through? I look at, are you carrying negative spiritual energy? Yeah. Just a real thing. And then one of the things that I look at is what I refer to as soul medicine. So if you go to a naturopath, they may prescribe echinacea or homeopathic remedies or flower essences. And I use all that in my healing work as well. But once you realize that you are a soul and that the most powerful level to do healing work is at the spiritual level, you can look at what I call soul medicine. So what are some examples of soul medicine? Unprocessed time alone. Time in nature, hugs, being with like-minded people—what I refer to as spiritual community—that's mm-hmm. a—that's a big one.
0: That's huge. Um, yeah, that's
2: huge. Um, what I refer to as spiritual family. So maybe you know you weren't blessed with the best family of origin. You know they—they—they <laughs> they drove you crazy growing up, and yeah. now you spend the next couple of decades, you know, processing all that.
0: Yeah, we we actually work with that rather, rather extensively in the programs that I run, I actually put people in cohorts that are there, that are serving as a surrogate spiritual family to provide that unconditionally loving, unconditionally supportive environment. It's super important. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And so, you know, if you didn't get the father you wanted, you can ask for a spiritual father or a spiritual mother or spiritual brother, sister, aunt, and so on, uncle. Yeah. And and this is always win win. So I'll look at, you know, what sort of soul medicine do you need? And then I also look at what I refer to as soul wounds. So soul wounds are wounds that go beyond the emotional. They're so deep, they go to the level of your soul. Mm. And it's very important, I feel, to clear wounded spirit, because as we know, from a vibrational perspective, If you don't clear wounded spirit, then you simply attract other wounded spirits. Right. So if everybody around you is a wounded spirit, chances are there's something wounded in your soul, but you can clear it up. So for example, if you're suffering from deep levels of depression and you're taking, you know, medicine, whether it's Prozac or St. John's Wort, and it's not cutting it, chances are there are some soul ones that you've experienced that are really weighing you down. And you can do healing work to clear these soul ones. So those are some examples of some of the things that I look for. And then when I've identified these issues, then I'll work with people over time to
0: clear them. I I know in your book, you talk about soul longing. And I want to ask you if you know, I've been doing this work for 20 years and, you know, there were times when I was just beating my head against the wall because the world was not quite ready for what I was doing. And there were those moments where I would just be ready to give up and go get a, uh, go get a quote unquote real job. Right. And I would, you know, put my resume together and I would start to send it out. And then I would be able, I I would be sitting there and I would feel like my soul was dying It would not allow me to send in the resume to get the job. It just wouldn't let me do it. Is that what you're talking about with a soul longing? Yes.
2: And I think it's really important that each of us is really honest with ourselves about what your soul longs to do. I'll give a simple example for myself. Right now, for the past couple of months, my soul longing is to lie in my hammock in the mornings. When it's not too hot and I can lie there and the birds fly by and I'll see the hawks and the hummingbirds and sometimes a few owls. And it's that peace and that sunlight. So, you know, yeah, you may have a soul longing to climb a mountain or find the cure for cancer uh, or to be with children or to contribute in some way. But you really want to honor that. And I, what you're describing is absolutely a soul longing.
0: Yeah, and and this is the thing that I think people get stuck in, right? There's the soul longing, which is a different level than the, you know, than the there's a there's an energy that's going around and has been for the last few years around. Um, I, I feel like I'm supposed to be on my purpose and I'm supposed to, it's time is now and I have to get started and da, da, la, 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 la la there's, there's like panic in that energy. Mm-hmm. And that is not the same energy that we're talking about here. It's a very different energy. That's a, that's energy is all bound up in your need to be worthwhile and, and to be good enough. Right. And there's a, a panic energy in that. And there, there, Yes, you're being told that the time is now because it is, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's not what you think it is by any stretch of the imagination because it's all bound up in your stories and in your history and in your your belief structures and that's keeping you from seeing the fullness of it.
2: Yeah, and I would describe a soul longing like a river. <laughs> Right. It's like you're it, it's in the river. It carries you and you don't have to work too hard to do
0: right. to be in it. Right. <laughs> yeah. But getting out of it, it can be really painful <laughs> as I proved. Sure. I'm like, no, fall back into the river <laughs> every time. So, yeah, it's 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 very different. It, it is just your nature and who you are in that so longing piece. But the other piece, the the looking, looking, looking that you're doing with your head, is not the same thing.
2: Yeah, and I'll give another example of it. Um, a couple of years ago, my guidance said that I needed to write a book about breathing. Well, now my I'm like everybody else. I've got an ego. I'm, you know, and my ego mind started arguing with myself. I can't tell you how <laughs> many times I asked, "Are you sure? Really?" Who's who needs a book about breathing? Who's going to read a book about breathing? Well, anyway, it was very persistent. Like one of the things about the communication from your soul is that it will be persistent. Yeah. And finally, I was like, okay, I give up. I'll write the book. And so I published, I wrote the book, the little book of breath work. And as soon as I finished it, it was like, duh, I understand why I had to write it. It was very friendly. It's very friendly. The little book, I was like, oh, it's easy. And um, it has techniques in there that will help you breathe and will cut your anxiety in half. I finished writing the book in March, 2019. Of course, one year later, March, 2020, (laughs) I started giving that book away.
0: Yeah. Because we're,
2: here we are in the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah. I've since given that book to people in 14 different countries. Uh-huh. And if you're listening to this broadcast, if you would like a free copy of the Little Book of Breathwork, please email me, Catherine at katherinekerrigan.com.
0: And i that That's be- two C's.
2: Yep. Catherine, C A T H E R I N E, at CatherineKerrigan.com. Kerrigan, C-A-R-R-I-G-A-N.com. Email Catherine at Kerrigan.com and I'll send it to you for free. And I encourage you to please share it with everybody who needs it right now. Here's my point. My soul was persistent. It's like, you need to write a book to help people breathe. And it has a technique that if you do it, you can cut your anxiety in half in
0: eight minutes. And we really need that right now.
2: Xanax doesn't even work that (laughs)
1: fast. no doubt.
0: So so answer me this. There's got to be something. Have you do you ever do look at the uh, at the sort of a global level or a larger group level on stuff? Because there's got to be something karmic. It feels very, very karmic or I don't know if karmic is the right term because karma is about the past. This this feels very much about evolving into the future, the, the the pandemic and everything that's going on now. But have you looked at it?
2: Yes and it, and it's funny and I'll make this comment because I guess it was in April of this year I looked at the situation and I got that by August there would be rioting in the streets in US and of course by June I was right but by it all by June there were riots you know in the streets in all 50 states right and and we will laugh about this because recently I was like okay you want to tune in again? It was like, mm, not really. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm just going to be like everybody else and watch the movie. I will share this perspective. I think that we, as the human race, have lost perspective that we're, we're part of the earth. And, you know, we've kind of come to the conclusion that we're the most important species And I think this is a reset to realize it. You know, it's 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 kind of like we we may think it's all about us, but it isn't. And we need all these other creatures. You look at the bees. I'm a gardener. My garden is all organic. Uh, You know, I'm very conscious of when a butterfly comes through, and when the hummingbirds come through, and when the bees come through. You know, these tiny little creatures. Well, one out of every three bites of food that we eat is comes to us courtesy of the work of a bee. Right. And I think that part of what's happening is that it's a global reset so that we reestablish our place in this um, web of creation, if you will.
0: Well, I think that that the quarantine in particular has forced us to slow down and it's forced us to get still. And to more people than ever are going out in nature and, you know, exploring in, you know, I'm, I've been inside for two months because it's been miserably hot here in, in Virginia, but now that it's starting to cool off, I'm like, yay, I'm going back out and I'm going to have fires every night as soon as the tree is down and all will be right with the world, right? Because I'm, I was feeling the loss of being outside. I actually went outside and pulled grass out of my garden. I never do that. <laughs> I'm not, I am not a get down and, and in the dirt kind of girl. It's just not me, but I made a garden and I pulled weeds and i you know it's it's, we're getting back in touch with the earth
2: yeah and that goes back to what we were talking about before which is soul medicine nature is one of the greatest healers of all time and i I remember earlier this year one of my best friends came over on a friday afternoon at four o'clock and she said hey you want to go camping tomorrow Well, I dragged another friend. The three of us went camping. It was the greatest thing. And we almost all just wept. It's like, here we are in the mountains, in the fresh air. Again, if you've visited my website, katherinekerrigan.com, you know I'm a gardener. I raise orchids. You know, one of the things I like to show is what you can grow in an organic garden. My garden is absolutely stunning. And when we have that reverence for all of creation and we recognize our part in this web of life, we just have this glorious experience, this transcendent experience.
0: Yeah, there's a way in which and and we were talking about this in the Ascension podcast that we did uh, last week, there's a way in which the really the connection into the all that is, is really what we're shooting for here, mm-hmm. right? It's the it's the, the way in which we just know things it's, it's tapping into the, the earth's web, right? Yeah. The web of the earth that, that sort of connects to everything.
2: Yeah. Right? And in my work as a medical intuitive, when I was studying medical intuition, there's a technique called source connection. And if you go to Katherinekerrigan.com, I've got videos and directions and, you know, I tell you exactly what to do, but basically When you connect every aspect of yourself up to God and up to this universal energy, then you know everything you need to know. Right. One of my clients in Australia, he said, hey, I started doing that. And he's a business coach and he's like, whoa, it's like, I just know everything. And it's really, really fast. Yeah. And it's because you get your ego mind out of the way. You show right. up and you get to be fully present and receive, you'll know whatever you need to know.
0: Yeah. And it works at all levels. I mean, it works if you're a healer or a psychic reader, but it also works in business. I mean, I had a friend of mine who called me up out of the blue and was like, oh, I'm thinking about going into business with these people. And I was like, yeah, let me take a quick look at that. And I went, I I looked and I was like, um, there's a family, it's a family business, right? He's like, yeah. And he hadn't told me that. I was like, yeah, you need to ask some more questions because one of the family members is doing dirty in that business. And I don't think the other family member, even know but you need to start asking some questions and he did and found out that yes somebody one of the family members was embezzling money <laughs> it was like it was like and it was just there for me to see right I was just like oh yeah it's right there and and people are like well how do you see that I'm like well I just I just asked to see it you know it, it's not as complicated as people think it is when you're connected in to source everything is available
2: Absolutely. It's all there. Yeah.
0: This has been great.
1: <laughs> yes, it really has.
0: <laughs> so so Catherine's book is called Reading the Soul, and it's available, I assume, on Amazon. And, yep. In and uh, and audiobooks. So if you don't like to read, you
2: can listen to it. And yeah, it's got yeah. lots and lots of stories about actual people. And I love stories. Yes. Yeah. You know, and... and you know, it will also help you remember why you were born and the fact that being born and having a body is an incredible privilege. Yeah. Even now with all our challenges, it's still an incredible um, privilege to be here.
0: Yeah, it really is. I, I, I mentioned it before that I had wished that I'd been born in the sixties and now I'm like, yes, now I know why I picked this time. You know, (laughs) (laughs) like I get it. I get it. We're at the Ascension level. It's awesome. So, you know, there's a lot going on right now and having being able to, to find that and find why you chose to be here right now could be very helpful for a lot of people. So uh, yet another good reason to go out and get the book and, and uh, check out all the freebies that Catherine's got available on her website at KatherineCarrigan.com. And Catherine's actually in the Spirit Sherpa by Kelly Sparta Facebook group, too. Yes. Uh, so if you have questions for her, come into the group and she will answer those questions in the group. And uh, that would be fantastic as well. Catherine, thank you so much for coming.
2: Thank you so much for having me. And just if you send a message to the group, make sure you tag me so I see it because Facebook, you don't always see all those messages. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Kelly, do you have anything to say to wrap up before we head out? He always asks me this question. I'm always unprepared. You're not unprepared. Um, You're just reaching into it.
0: I I feel like, I feel like, um, no, I feel like it's Catherine's job to give us this one this time. Okay.
2: Okay. And, and what I have to say is I want to just remind you that you are a soul having a human experience. And if you really want to understand why you're doing anything, why you have this disease, why you have these job challenges, the answer, you will always find an answer and the most important answer by finding out what's really going on with your soul. Because your soul is creating everything and calling into being everything that you're experiencing. And it's all also for your highest good. And your soul will always lead you in the right direction. You just have to listen. Awesome.
1: You just have to listen to your soul, just like you just have to listen to Spirit Sherpa. That's it. Those are those are two good, <laughs> good ways to finish up here. Thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you. This has been really awesome. It's, and it's good to see you again. And that is all that we have for this week, folks, but be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta and Catherine Kerrigan, and you have been listening to Spirit Chirpa. So long, everyone.
0: Bye. Each over 13,000 now, I leave behind a little
1: fear. Home and
0: my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great? And that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com. And find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.